You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. Let the barren rejoice is the title of this devotion. We all, in our natural nature, in our human carnal flesh nature, are barren when it comes to the divinity of the spirit of life in Christ. We are dead in our sin, the Bible says in Ephesians 2, and we are separated from God. We're without hope and without God in this world, without Jesus. We are barren to the holy heavenly life. We're barren to the knowledge of that holy heavenly life. We're barren to the beauties of its love and peace and joy and kindness and goodness, gentleness, self-control, faithfulness, and so forth. We're barren. We are in our human nature incapable of producing the perfect righteousness in God's sight. No matter how good you try to be, that goodness is like filthy rags compared to the righteousness you receive by faith in Jesus Christ. I mean, the Apostle Paul says, the righteousness I had in my legalism as a Pharisee in keeping the law in which I was blameless is but dung to me now compared to the righteousness I enjoy through fellowship with Jesus, Philippians chapter 3. So, you see, we are in our natural nature barren, and this is the great gospel of the Scripture, is that God, by faith in Him, trust in Him, relying on Him, makes us fruitful, and He shows us also how He does it. So let me give you one of the beautiful Scriptures in Isaiah 54, verse 1. That also give us the title of this devotion, Let the Barren Rejoice. Sing, O barren, you who have not borne. Break forth into singing and cry aloud, you who have not labored with child. For more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married woman, says the Lord, and so forth. The Lord is speaking to us and says, hey, I'm going to put a new song in your mouth. I'm going to put joy in your spirit because I myself, says the Lord, will make you exceedingly fruitful. Now, for the, for the people of its day, this had symbolic value because they would, for example, know very well what the scripture says here in Genesis chapter 18 where the Lord appears to Abraham. Um, let's pick it up at chapter 17, excuse me, not 18, 17. When Abraham was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abraham and said to him, I am almighty God, El Shaddai, all sufficient, capable of being, all that you need is what that means. I am almighty God. Walk before me and be blameless. And I will make my covenant between me and you and will multiply you exceedingly. And then Abraham fell on his face 
And God talked with him saying, as for me, behold, my covenant is with you and you shall be the father of many nations. No longer shall your name be called Abram, which means exalted father, but your name shall be Abraham, which means father of a multitude. For I have made you a father of many nations. I will make you exceedingly fruitful and so forth. Do you see it? Who's he speaking to? To the barren one, saying to him, I will make you exceedingly fruitful. All of us in our natural nature fall short of the glory of God. Romans chapter 3 verse 25 says, all of us in our natural nature, maybe verse 23, we fall short of the glory of God. We are barren when it comes to these life-giving forces of the holy life of God. And yet the Lord looks at you in your barren state, and maybe you complain about yourself. You say, oh God, why do I keep feeling you're calling me, loving me? Why do I come to church when I feel I don't fit, I don't belong, and I still cuss, and I still smoke, and I still have bad attitudes, and I'm still moody, and I still am so indifferent, and I'm, oh Lord, I have so many failings, so many shortcomings. I feel so barren. Do you see what I'm trying to show you? And yet you called me, oh, how I struggled with this and struggled with this, friends, where I felt so barren and barren. And the Lord was trying to help me to say, Robert, trust me, I will make you exceedingly fruitful, especially in all the areas where you have fallen short of my glory, where you have been so humanly weak and powerless to produce any of my qualities, I will make you fruitful in that very way. So all may know that the fruit you bear is not by your human abilities, but by my spirit. Oh, come on, take courage, my dear friends. Take courage. Let the barren rejoice. The Lord will not fail to make you fruitful. Look what it says here in, the, in Hebrews chapter 11. Look what it says in verse 11. By faith, Sarah, at that time there, right there in Genesis 17, by faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed. And she bore a child when she was past the age because she judged him faithful who had promised. Therefore, from one man, Abraham, and him as good as dead were born as many as the stars of the sky in multitude, innumerable as the sand which is by the seashore. How did this happen? I want you to see this. It's very significant. You see, Abraham was married to a barren woman. And it was Abraham to whom the promise was given, but he was incapable to produce that promise. God had to work it. God had to do it. God had to do it. And there was a moment when perhaps Sarah felt so low of not being able to give Abraham what he was called to, that she said, okay then, honey, okay. I, I just can't bear the pain anymore that I'm failing you. Go ahead and go into this lady who works for me and, and let me conceive through her. 
let the promise be fulfilled through her because it can't be fulfilled through me. I know when you look at me, you don't like me, you don't love me, you don't think I'm the woman that you were wishing, hoping and dreaming about. Then you look at her and you think she's the one and okay, well then go to her, go to her. And, you know, and we can all do this, folks. We can all get weary. We can all get low. We can all become so disparaging that we say, okay, then I know it's not right and I know it shouldn't be that way, but I, but I can't bear the pain anymore, so whatever, whatever, and we let go. Did God fulfill His promise through that way? No, absolutely not. He wouldn't hear of it. He would not hear of it. When Abraham pushed him and pushed him and pushed him and said, come on, God, let Ishmael be the one through whom you fulfill your promise. The Lord says, no, I'm sure, I'll, I'll be kind to him. But no, no, it's coming through you and Sarah. And Abraham had to learn the point of what makes the barren rejoice. Faith in God, trust in God. He had to learn the spirit of relying, depending wholly upon the Father, that in his inability, the Father would make him able. That in his barrenness, in his shortfall, the Father would make him exceedingly fruitful. The Father would make him, the Father would make him, I have made you. He says in Genesis 12, I will make you 25 years later. He says, I have made you, but don't think, oh my goodness, I have to wait 25 years. Those 25 years were as necessary as can be for Abraham to learn the nature and character of being a father of faith. You see, God prepared him so that he can impart that spirit in which he lived into his son, Isaac. And Isaac could impart it into Jacob and Jacob into his sons. And so that spirit of faith was carried from generation to generation until the promised son, Jesus, came. And all God's word was fulfilled through those who trusted and relied and depended on him. And there, folks, are greater riches than anyone who can just have as many of what they love and desire. You say, you know, I know God put me in this situation, but all I can do is say, Father, I don't know what to do. I feel so much pain. I feel so much waiting and wanting and needing, but I find my refuge in you. I find my satisfaction in you. I find my contentment in you. I find my rest in you. And I trust you that you will work it, Lord, that you will make me exceedingly fruitful here where I feel such barrenness. And as your heart comes to that perfect rest in God, that perfect reliant, dependent, and perfect satisfaction in Him, boom, the fruit comes. And that fruit bears that nature of reliance, that nature of dependence, that nature of unselfish love, that nature of God. Now, that is what I'm talking about. You see, there are many people that have all the fruit they could ask for, but they're not happy. They're not happy. They don't have the satisfaction in the fruit. They don't have the rejoicing in the fruit. David said in Psalm 4, I think it is, or Psalm 30, one of those two, he said, I experience more joy in the Lord than all they, than they have in all their harvest and all their fruit. 
They look at their fruit and their harvest and they don't have the kind of fulfillment I do. You see, there's a lot of people, they get, all, they get it all. What you having to trust God for, they have it all. Yet they don't have that satisfaction. And God wants you through your union with Him to come into this spirit where you are so happy, so grateful, so satisfied at what He has done and what He has worked and the enemy can jump up and down and throw fits, but you have no fear because you know God is here and He has given it, He will keep it, and He will secure it. And you walk in that spirit. Oh, my friends, this is what God wants to give you. And therefore He says to you, let the barren rejoice. Amen. Have a good day.